it's about time someone does something like that. Like if I had, if I had the developer for it, like I'd, I'd start getting into that kind of stuff, right? But because like that's what it's all about. Like Theta Network is so beyond. We're all caught up in the NFTs and all that, right? And that's a big part of my life too, obviously. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's not necessarily the bread and butter of Theta. Oh, Network. absolutely not. Completely. Oh agree. man, you know, they're and the yeah. sleeping giants, my friend. Like I'm building a highway that that no one's driving on yet. Exactly, and that's the thing. Once those cars start fucking driving on, it's yeah. game over. You know, you, it's, it's, it's game already over. built. Papa's popping and locking. Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to episode 37 of the Papa Mags Podcast. Mags, we're up to 250 days since we'd be told that we'd be getting our NFTs off of Theta Drop in a few weeks. And uh, Pop and Mags, we're still locked up on Theta Drop. Uh, we are. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to be a few more weeks, I'm told. Going to be a few more weeks at the at a minimum here. But uh, just wanted to let everyone know before we get into this that the Pop and Mags is officially throwing a Super Bowl box pool. So if anyone's looking to to get into it, we uh we got some boxes left. They're 500 T fuel each. Payouts for first, second, third, and fourth and finals. So if you're interested, just uh, give me Popper a DM. Uh, don't bother Mags with this. He Please don't. Want anything to do with it. <laughs> well, I, I I got some squares. Oh no, yeah. You just don't want to be bothered by it. it this is my right. this is my part of the job. Yes. Clearly. So, so hey, I saw that we had another hack this week, dude. We did. It's it, unbelievable. Well, like it's the season. That's why those hackathons are in vogue, right? In the space. There's I a didn't different, know that a different the, thing. I well, I didn't know the Theta Hackathon was happening right now. The Theta Drop Hackathon. <laughs> the Theta Drop Hackathon's happening weekly, <laughs> it seems. It, it sure seems like it, and it's always the same kind of thing. You know, it looks like it feels like someone gets on there, makes a fake account steal somebody's credit card and then just goes on a little bit of a shopping spree yeah uh, the latest being vigil and hey you know throwing some liquidity our way thanks vigil i know i, I feel like this is just a credit card chargeback waiting to happen but uh you bought a few cans people bought them people opened them uh, got it yeah got I mean, a good deal i mean i guess if there's a bright side of these hacks people are i guess getting cheaper cans that literally cost more because somebody's put more <laughs> for them and then the cans are getting opened so yeah. i mean obviously it's it's not it's not good but i mean no it's not got, good at all but you gotta hey, look at the bright side i guess you, you know take credit cards and you know you're you open yourself up for credit card fraud but uh speaking of pines we pretty quiet week this week in pines but we did have one decent trade i'd like to get your take on here we had chief getting that the king camel face uh, and he traded the No Mercy PPK and the Color Camel Green Mummy to get it. A little two for one. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that one? I think it was good for who who got the, the King Camo Chief? Yeah, Chief got the King Camo. I think Camel. it was good for Chief. Yeah. If, you, if you're asking me. I mean, the No Mercy is is, is rare, but the yeah. that crown, I, like there's either eight or nine of them of that. Oh, of yeah. The Kings are, yeah, there's not many. Um, so No Mercy, I don't know, maybe 18. 20 maybe Ooh, uh, look at you. um so i mean that's not comparable i don't think but but then again but but then again i guess we'll just get into that it doesn't matter anyway because the ranks are all wrong well hold on before <laughs> we get there i mean just like so 
honestly, without any rarity or knowing anything about it, just looking at them, I like the No Mercy PPK. Like, just I like the color of that one. Yes. I love that blindfold. Yep. It's really nice. Not a huge camel face fan, but if I'm if I'm making this trade, I want the king. Can, right? uh, it's, can I just do a side note question? We've had debates about this type of thing before, but what the fuck's the difference between the PPK and the uh, Beretta? You know, I don't think there's too much of a difference, but I think that there is some finer details in the Beretta versus the PPK. You think so or you know so? I think I've heard so. Um, so there was one other pine news that I wanted to get your take on. I saw that URP had a conversation with Rare Robot about uh, one of those T fuel floater pines that you had, the 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 skull. And I heard that he was going to fix the metadata, and it turns out he took the floater out of the hair and, and made it a regular floater. How did how did what what happened there? Well, I didn't know. I, okay, we're talking about this. Um, okay. Uh, so you sold me down the fucking river. It, I was at work. <laughs> I was actually really busy and, uh, I get a, and I was chiming in earlier in this other pineapple room I'm in with you and, and some others. And you were like, Hey, you know, they're talking about, uh, they're, they're going to fix your trait. It's, it, uh, you know, they talk to rare. And so like, finally, you need to check it out. So like all my <laughs> notifications are muted. So then I go back and I see like, I got like three notifications in that, in that room or whatever. And I go to look and I was like, okay, I like where this going. Like, like, and then, uh, URP showed a conversation he had with the rare robot saying, Hey, you know, Magnum's skull with the T fuel and the hair, we need to get that fixed. It, Magnum wants it fixed. So it's just a T fuel, T fuel floater. And he goes, no problem. And then, Send a new JPEG image of the skull without the T fuel in the hair, and it was a floater actually next to him. And yeah. He says, "Tell Magnum, don't worry. It takes usually takes a couple of days to update." <laughs> and I, I basically gracefully lost it. I guess at that point. <laughs> yeah. So the point was, you wanted the metadata updated. You didn't want it to be called the T fuel floater. You wanted it to be called T fuel hair gel or, or something. Something. And. uh and URP after being dissed by you in the previous episode, uh, what? your, your, what your diss? thoughts on pin- what this is. That wasn't a diss. It was, it was an offensive defensive thing about Pintori. Like you didn't want him to get Pintori back. So. Yeah. Oh, major crime. My well, God. listen, Hey, we don't mess with URP and this is what happens. Well, so, <laughs> so then what happened was I left the server gracefully yeah as gracefully as you left datacon floor when it was wet and we were getting out <laughs> well what do you mean i i was I upset know. i was busy i didn't want to deal with it at, at this moment and uh i i left the room and then there must have been some commotion breaking out after i left um oh there, yes there was i and i and so i you know i've since rejoined uh european you know asked me to rejoin the group that we're in and uh i've I have not scrolled up that far again. So whatever's up there is up there. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't anything that big. But so uh, URP reached out to me afterwards, and like, did I deserve it? Probably. Um, <laughs> but I was t- so I was. I was telling the timing him, on it was perfect. Well, I thought when I mean I don't know why you set me up, your your pal. <laughs> have you ever have you ever sent Band of Brothers? My God, you just left me out to die. Right oh now. yeah. 
Yeah, um, because you would be the guy I'm counting on in the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so anyways, URP was like, oh, you know, I, I think I took that too far, but um, you know, you definitely like you definitely deserved it. Which I mean, I I always deserve a good trolling. You know, nothing wrong with that. I think the combination of me being busy. Uh, <laughs> you got got. I, I got got by one of the best, maybe the best. Oh, out yeah. There, so possibly, possibly. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, if that did change, there would have been a major rarity move in the in the calculations. <laughs> and, uh, that no, that can lead us. That what? wouldn't have. Changed. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Well, it would have it would have in your mind. Yeah, of course. So because right now it's a one of one as far as you're concerned. But uh, the attribute, um, we did we did get some new rarity rankings this week. Oh my uh, god! On Open Theta, and I'm dying to know your take on this. Trash, hundred <laughs> percent trash. <laughs> all right. So, are you feeling like that for all of the rarities that you saw? Let's just talk about this because TZC, front of the Pinecast, Theta Zilla Club, shout out. Yeah, uh, he did it for his Pixel or his his Theta Zillas. Right, the OGs, right? Right, yeah. Yep. But he and he opted as the creator, he opted in, but he didn't opt in for the Pixillas. Right. Um, and but anyway, so I have some Theta Dragons and they guess they opted in. Oh, because, that's right. Yeah. Right. So I had the number three, which basically according to and well, here's another thing too. Theta drop rarity is no more. It's just what is it, theta rarity now? They changed yep, it over theta the rarity. So so basically uh, on their system, mine was number three, and there was like two customs ahead of it, so one and two, and mine was three. And it's weird because right. this is this is your arm, this is your camo guy, right? It's an right. Army He's uh, the there's only horns. right. There's only two dragons with the uh, with the, the army uniform, yeah, yeah. And um, mine was better than the other one, but that one, the one uh, I had was ranked three. The other one was ranked eight. Now looking at these new rankings, mine is like two fifty eight, and his is in the twenty two hundreds. And of a only two actually only two two, I was gonna yeah. say dinosaurs, only two out dragons. Two. Yeah, you know, out of three hundred and thirty three thousand three hundred thirty three dragons have that. Yep. And he's ranked twenty two hundred something, and I'm ranked two fifty eight. I don't. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that. And then also too, the other like, and I'm gonna call this. Bullshit. I don't know. I'm not blaming anyone. It must be in the metadata, but it's complete trash is because there is like a, uh, is it like an accessory attribute or something on the, I should have had it pulled up on the, on the Theta yeah. Dragons, but all the Theta Dragons that have like the tux or like the, uh, yeah, the, tux, the jacket, yeah, yeah. they have yep. a T fuel, um, they have pin a with T fuel yeah. pin. And so whatever category the pin feels falls under is the rarest of that kind. By far, 19. But there's only 19 of all the ones that have that uh, tuxedo. They come together. Come and together. All. So essentially, yeah. that attribute is being factored in twice as like a rare attribute. When it, right. in all reality, it should be one, and, one. And, no, and no attribute in the other. So, right, so it's it's severely flawed IMO uh, or IMHO usually uh, from me. No, ipso facto, I, I would say. Right. So yeah, just trash city. And then like the other thing, so then the big debate happened in the pineapples, uh, at least in that group that I rejoined, right? <laughs> With um, you know, if the pines go through there, yeah. it's gonna change yeah. a lot of things. And the big thing, you know, I was talking with Mac, uh also friend of the Pinecast for some reason. <laughs> 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 so 
so so matchstick was like on his pineapple rarity which is like before open or, the og uh, yeah. right they had an archetype for the yeah. for that so it was either like a pineapple head pine goo head or a skull right and those were the yep. three archetypes and so it's also it's like an attribute within an attribute but be because the thing you got to understand is with the pine goos and the skulls the pine goos can't have any props and pins right. or right right i mean they they have a uh technically they have an earring but it doesn't show up in the data i think they, they all have it though yeah. they all have it but it all corresponds right. to the color of the frog or something yeah yeah. like yep. if you oh, have yeah. this color frog you have this color whatever you essentially though can't have a a prop yeah, it's or, a subsection yeah it's a subsection and also too i don't think there's any with hats either there's none with hats yeah, I don't so think it's almost so, no. like it, it's it got limited also, but that wouldn't running it in this in this system would basically make them a lot more common. Yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. Right, and and so and and the thing with the skulls is they don't have any eyewear on right the, on the skulls. Yep. So that affects that affects that, which technically should be rarer than having it, but but it, and they count the stuff individually. So. Yeah. So you know all that. All that being said, that's why it doesn't work for pines. It definitely doesn't work for uh, theta dragons. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree. There is absolutely no way that pines should allow uh, this rarity. If if it's an opt in, then absolutely not. I th I like the theta drop rarity. You know, every rarity is going to have some flaws in it inherently because people want to value things different ways, but the way it is right now makes makes sense to me. Can, can I say something too? I don't know if you mind me sharing this story. I think I understand this story. And I Go remember ahead. you talking about this a while ago uh, about your Theta Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so, yeah. so, so you and Theta, I, I remember you and Theta Zilla Club, two shout outs in this show. <laughs> I, I, can I just throw Sushi Cat in there just for, hey, Sushi Cat. Sushi. Uh, uh, but, anyways, so Theta Zilla Club and you, I think we're talking because like the ETH world, the NFTs, they have like similar rankings amongst different like ranking places I've noticed. And they yep. have a rank and, and you saw that and you told me that the theta punks are based off the punks, the crypto punks. Yeah, right? the original crypto punks. Yep. So there's a rarity for that, and it was nothing like what Theta Drop Rarity, now Theta Rarity Correct. had. Yes. So you target and maybe Theta Zilla targeted things that were ranked lower because you knew that in this one and that one probably makes sense because that's how it was done with the eth stuff right i don't well, know what your opinion so is. the original crypto punks had a very strange uh, ranking system and i don't agree with it at all but theta punks just copied the original crypto punks but okay. i was looking into it and there's there's other sites where you can go on and they do different little kind of ranking yeah and i was looking at it and i'm just like man you know there's 136 or something of these data punks that have five attributes. So out of 10,000 and, you know, most of them have like three, two. So I'm like, I'm looking, I'm just sorting by five attributes. And it's like, this one's ranked like 6,500 and it's on the floor and it's got five attributes. Like, I, I guess I just don't understand why that would be the case. So I bought two, there was two, two specifically that were five, attributors that i got for relatively cheap just because they had they had five attributes you know i was mm -hmm. like these are more rare than this number saying so now when open theta rarity ran these both of them one of them is unranked under 100 
And the other ones ranked like 130 or something like that out of 10,000. So huge swings from where they were ranked. Right. So I honestly, there's still flaws with how it's working for that because now like they have zombies in, uh, in the collection and all the it's, zombies are like, wait, yeah. And they're just, yep. they're not ranked as high as they were and they should be. Um, gotcha. it's, it's like the, it's like the problem that we would have with pine goose. Right. Um, so I think that open theta did a better job of ranking the, the theta punks for sure. It's there's still flaws, but I'm not a big fan of everything of, of the other ones. You know, the, the right answer is somewhere in between. And I mean, did they do the Tigons? And if so, that must be a disaster, right? I, I believe that I saw that the Tigons were done. Yes. And I didn't look into exactly how disastrous it was, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But for the Tigons, in my opinion, any ranking is kind of moot unless you are weighting the attributes that give you the higher multiplier. uh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that should that should be playing a huge deal in this because. You know, if something's the like a top 100 rank, but it's a, a you you only get one multiplier, is that really a top 100 rank? You know, I'd rather right. have the high multiplier. Absolutely, yes. They Tigons did do this system. Yeah. yeah. So like I had, I remember a while ago, and so Tigons they can have like a crazy amount of attributes too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I had yeah. one that I a, a long time ago, and I wish I kept it. It probably didn't have anything good, but it had like 20 attributes. It was yeah. It was crazy, yeah. and yeah, but it like didn't show. So yeah, th- there's some room to to fix stuff in this. But I, I guess, do you have anything to reassure anyone who you know purchased stuff? Well, I wouldn't be too concerned about it to be uh, honest right. with you, because yep. I think that everyone is looking at these rankings and just you know, I don't I don't think anybody agrees with them. I haven't met one person that's like, oh yeah, I'm glad they they changed this because you know the other rankings didn't make sense. You know. I don't agree with it at all. It is kind of confusing. I could see how people could be getting upset. But, you know, in my opinion, this is coming down to a pissing contest between open theta and theta drop or theta rarity. You know, Mm -hmm. theta rarity wants to be a marketplace. Open theta already is uh, an established marketplace. You know, let theta rarity be the rarity site. They're they're doing a great job on it. Yeah, and is that a little... I mean, it's a little like if the place that's selling it is the one also rating it, that seems like, you know, like a little conflict of interest. No, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure how I feel completely about that. Cause Tygon, Tygons weren't sold there, but you know, but theta drop rarity, they were, they're also trying to be a marketplace as well. Well, it looks and like they're both that trying that to do the same thing. Theta drop rarity is trying to get into what open theta is doing, and open theta in return is now trying to do what theta oh, drop rarity is. Oh, a pissing doing. contest. Like you that's said. what I said. Got it. Exactly. It's I, a I thought contest. you were talking about a different type of pissing contest, but that makes no, sense. No, not yak piss. Not yak piss. <laughs> no. So I think each of them should stay in their own lanes. I mean, personally, I'm not you. I'm. Uh, from what I understand, Theta Drop Rarity is using a custodial wallet for their marketplace, meaning that I don't have the keys to the to the wallet. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure who's doing that. You know, we're trying to get our NFTs off of Theta Drop, and I'm not trying to get them off Theta Drop so I can get them locked up on Theta Drop Rarity. So uh, yeah. that to me doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, so they, I mean, I think they should stick to ra- rarities, and Open Theta should stick to marketplace. And you know, let's let's just continue on as we were a week ago. 
Yeah, I mean, and just let's just one more thing to, to finish this up is, you know, uh, we bash state of job, you know, when we have only to, when and, needed. Right. But like the thing is, though, like even though this this custodial thing is not my ideal thing, and I, you know, obviously I want to carry carry them. I yeah, I feel safe that where they are. Yes. You know what I mean, 100. So so, it, you know, to save a few percent on on um, fees doesn't. You know, that's not that's not Absolutely making me feel not. warm and fuzzy. I think that's kind of the point also. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather have my NFTs on Theta Drop stuck than some other unknown. Uh, for sure. Exactly. Right. Right. But uh, speaking of Theta Drop, there was another drop on Theta Drop this week. I'm not sure if you saw it. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I knew it was there. I didn't look. I saw the emails delete. Yeah. I mean... You know, I, I'm a bit disappointed, to be honest with you. I think it's pretty ridiculous that we're now on the third drop of the Golden Knights. And what, has, what have they done for the community since the first drop? <laughs> the, the best thing I did was sell my first Golden Knights pack for like a $10 loss, like right after <laughs> the drop that I opened. So, you know, I was lucky enough to get like close to what it cost me, I think. Yeah, but, I mean... I'm just super disappointed, man, because the 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 utility that they're claiming, like uh, access to gamers and this and that, we should already have that. Everybody that's already bought in should already have that. So let's just take a walk down memory lane here. So first drop was April 10th of 2022. It was a thousand packs at a hundred dollars each. So that's a hundred thousand dollars if I can do math. There was also two auctions. One went for seventeen hundred. The other went for eight fifty. So they they made out over one hundred and two thousand dollars, one hundred and two five from the first drop, and that was on April tenth. One of shortly thereafter, they did a challenge, and the challenge was for for draft passes for the for the NFL draft. That's pretty cool, right? Three sets of two tickets, dude. The draft was on April thirtieth. Ah. So for real, like that's. You got two weeks to decide that you're going to go do something. And I don't know, like, you know, that's that's just how many people are on Theta Drop? A thousand, 1,500? So you're going to try like to find active people, too, right. you know? Yeah, not even. Not, there's probably less than that. So right. it, it's just ridiculous. They So then the second drop was on July 23rd. Uh, it was 500 packs at 50 bucks. So another 25,000 and another 600 at auction. So between the two, they pulled in $128,000. And that, so that drop was July 23rd. They did a challenge and it was for tickets to a road race, completely unrelated. They must have found them on, like on, on a, somebody or somebody had given them to them or something. And it was for that weekend. It's like, these are the and, worst challenges in the world. Well, and it wasn't, it, you didn't know, we didn't know about that until after the drop like there was like right. no notice when they said exactly. that these challenges were going to happen about what right. the challenge was going to you were going to win right it was well it was like the challenge was on monday and it was the tickets you had to claim them by friday but you didn't know but you i didn't right, even know but, what it was i was no, trying no, no, to look no. it up to see what no, it was no. but what i'm saying is you we prior didn't even know that prior to the job that that challenge yeah, even existed exactly right right, right. so um, the other the other things that they've done was they did have the uh, the play online with Wiz, uh, which Swampy <laughs> disaster played, did. Well, it was yes. a disaster. Yeah, it was like a random was Thursday. Swampy, he he spent money and 
people like we've we've talked Didn't about these redeemable, redeemable yeah. uh date nfts yeah well there's right. still road race ones that are out there unredeemed and there's still and draft passes that are unredeemed too get another date like people legitimately like could see that someone's selling that and spend a bunch of money right on it and and i think i told you it was like oh that seems cheap it was a hundred dollars to play a video game with wiz and you're like bro there was only three of them one got used and yep, uh it exactly. expired like right yeah, away so like so yeah hey it expired the the timeline was terrible why are they allowed to sell why are people allowed to sell them on the marketplace like it's why one thing if you want to yeah. it's one thing if you want to list it for like a million dollars and hope someone bites and no one does then that's tough on you you know what i mean like that's one thing well um, i disagree well, you can sell it but it should be clearly marked that this thing is unredeemable it's no longer you, well you've passed it's it's expired Right. Yeah. It's like it should so be. So if burned. someone wants to buy it for some reason that it's expired, then let them buy it. But right, like, but just they don't market expired. Yeah, but like, and and how would you do a search for? You know what I mean? Like, it should be. Yeah. It should be where you have to click into a box that say, "I want to look for expired NFTs that it can." Oh yeah, yeah. Like because, they should yeah, not. It's no longer redeemable. Yeah. Ever. They they shouldn't. People shouldn't be fooled to to buying them. You know. I don't um, disagree. But when you look at like the whiz thing, it's like little that says like the date. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. not like no, for sure. Not... Yeah, it's not it's not broadcast properly. Agreed. Okay. And I mean, so other than that, there was uh prints, you know, and those there so they were gonna do like must be like metal prints of your golden knight thing. Mm -hmm. But those are expired now too. They expired at the end of the year and people right. didn't redeem them. Uh there was twenty jerseys. That they gave out. I know that Datazilla Club, uh, shout out number three, Damn. got one. He said that they were they were actually really nice jerseys, and that's the company he used the same jersey company. Oh, for his. Right, I, I got I I got one of his shout out. Again. Did you really? Yep, he saved me one. What the? Hey, yeah, I got it. Datazilla Club, what the <laughs> deuce? Where's mine? Ridiculous. You didn't get one. No, I didn't get he's, one. He saved you one because he, he's like that one's poppers, and you could have one of this one or this one. And well, he never gave it to me. Okay, well, he had the best intentions. Unbelievable, folks. Right. Reverse shout out. Um, yeah, take that back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they did give away one Zippo lighter. If you remember that, I do. Well, um, wasn't the wasn't the one with the race where you found out you could get the tickets cheaper? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people are, would... people are buying the tickets on there. Oh yeah. No, there was uh, tickets to the or and then they had four yep. tickets to like an Orlando esports game thing, and mm -hmm. it was like you know you need these certain things, and it's like oh like uh, this one's one hundred and fifty bucks at the time, you know who knows what it is now, maybe twenty, but it was like two hundred and fifty bucks, and it's like oh well why would I do that when the Zippo lighter is like a hundred bucks online, <laughs> you know so <laughs> so, but it was like a hundredth anniversary or something, so I mean it was cool, but it was one. And, right. Well, and and two, they don't. I and, and I'm not saying I'm not like knocking any of the prizes, really. I guess, but they don't give enough notice that these are going to be the prizes, correct. and there's no time to freaking react to it. It seems. Well, dude, like. every everything that we just went over as far as giveaways, they got a hundred and twenty-eight thousand mm. dollars from the community. Like, is that yeah. coming anywhere close? Like, what? Oh, for you know, utility, right, right, yeah. For utility, and like, are these things dead? Like, are they? Do they have any value? Because now we're getting dumped on again with these new ones. And I don't know if you saw the auctions for these ones, but no. there's a jersey on there of Genie Malkin. I mean, guy's a great, great Pittsburgh Penguin. I mean, very impressive player. 
but there's a Malkin jersey on there, and it says it's signed by him and the and the um, designer of the of whatever jersey. I don't know, I guess somebody designed it. And you look okay. at it, and it's like scribble on there. And I'm like, what is this? This doesn't look anything like his signature online. Yeah. So I go look online, and it's like, dude, you can get a really nice signed Malkin jersey with a certificate of authenticity for three hundred bucks. And this, the minimum bid on this one is a thousand. Wow. Like who, that sounds who is, sus, right? As you say? Sus. You, major yeah. sus. Yeah. I'm, so, I mean, who's buying that when all you can see is some artist scribble on, on Malkin's number? It's like, yeah, you, you got to make these that. These are ridiculous. That's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh. So, but yeah. yeah to, it, and it, I guess... Like it'd be fine if there was other prizes and people knew about them. I, it sounds it sounds like what you're saying. Like there's nothing wrong with that as being right. A th uh, well, I'm oh, just this curious. is a bid. This is a bid. You're saying. Well, you got to oh. you got to yeah. Minimum bid is a thousand. No yeah. one's buying that. Yeah, who's buying that? But I mean, I'm just curious. Like, what in the world makes them think that anyone's gonna buy this when they their track record of what they've given us based on how much we've spent with them is what it is. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, a hundred and twenty-eight grand, dude, and they gave out maybe a couple thousand dollars worth of prizes, and that's it. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, why would they would expect us to to pony up more? That's what's that's what irritates me. You know, this is just to me, this is a cash grab, and right. I think it shows that people are caught onto it because they couldn't even sell out eight hundred at fifty bucks. So, all right, so I ran <laughs> ran over on that one. But I did notice, dude, our biggest competitors. Like, listen, I thought I thought our days were numbered. I heard that there was a new <laughs> new podcast <laughs> in town. Oh boy! You know, we had we had Rob Feldman in in West Jersey coming after us, wanted to take yeah. the number one Pinecast away from us, and you know, rightfully so. I was a little nervous. Yeah, I don't know I, if you were. I was oh, partly I, nervous and partly hoping that they would just like kind of come and take it away from right. us. Right. They said they were coming to take it from us, the, you know, the, the number one spot. Um, I won't lie that, you know, part of me wish they would, but uh, yeah. Yeah. they seem to have called it. I think they're hanging up their cleats after one episode. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I thought the, the um, you know, the Chevy Chase show, which only lasted two weeks, was it was going to be the, the the best, the, the next late night thing. It only oh, yeah. lasted two weeks, and uh, it's I guess it's sad to sad to think that the Chevy Chase show made it longer. Oof. Than Oof. Uh, than uh, the uh, Jersey Shore with with Rob. Yeah, Felton. boy. Well. Yee. Nice try, guys. <laughs> <laughs> A valiant effort. Yep. Um. But yeah. So that. That is pretty much all I got, man. All right. Well, listen, you know, rant over on that. And uh, let's uh, let's kick it off to the next part of this. We had a great time with our guest this week. I mean, what a what a what a good guy too. into everything. Talented. Was that Thetacon? And yeah, just uh, probably doing his thing right now as we speak, making his uh, the Daily Diamonds or the one and only Mr. Theta Diamond. After these messages. This week's episode is brought to you by Dr. Theta's Community Guardian Node. Theta's premier community guardian node where you can stake your Theta if you don't run your own guardian node. 
Best of all, 100% uptime, so you do not miss any rewards, and zero fees, so you earn 100% of your T-Fuel. Trusted by Theta Labs, you can easily stake directly within your wallet. Simply go to the Staking tab, choose Delegated Guardian Node, and find Dr. Theta's Guardian Node. Quick, simple, reliable, and best of all, safe, as the coins never leave your wallet. Stake with the Doc today. This week's episode is brought to you by Theta Vibes NFTs. Hurry on over to OpenTheta and mint yourself a Theta Vibes musical NFT before the minting ends on February 15th. Each of the OG collection NFTs allow you to stake and earn T-Vibe token, which you can use to unlock monthly 2D and 3D entertainment. The OG NFTs include Dreamland, Guardian, Flying High, Give Me the T-Fuel, Beam My Line, and Down With Me. So get on over to OpenTheta and grab yourself an NFT that provides good vibes and T-Vibe today. Papa Max Podcast. We got a guest that says... Oh, nice. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey, how you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. What about you? Ah, doing good, doing good. Happy it's Thursday, Friday Eve. Uh, I know, right? One step closer, yeah. This week seemed to have gone a little faster, though. I mean, this last month actually flew by. Holy crap. Oh, I've been getting beat up every day. <laughs> <laughs> It hasn't seemed like it's gone too fast for me. This was a tough week. Uh, today was a tough day for me. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, that... hey, no, it's good now. I mean, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, just brutal day of work, but now we're at least we're past that. So, got to mind that fiat, right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, that's the way she goes. All right. So, hey, welcome to the podcast, uh, Theta Diamond. So, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you here with us, man. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out. For sure. And, you know, it's actually, you should have been on a bit earlier, I think, because it does seem like you are a real staple in the community. Um, I know that you've been doing your daily diamonds right now for, is it over a year? Yes, sir. Uh, Almost. We're getting, today is day uh, 329. Day 329. So that's pretty cool. So, So how did that start? And that, that was kind of, that, that wasn't even intentional, to be honest with you. It, it just, it, it morphed into something that I, I didn't even think was possible. But it, it started off, to be honest with you, at first when I was just kind of doing, um, off of that account was the, the, like the fan designs, right? So it wasn't even, I didn't even know how to use like Photoshop or any of that back then. <laughs> so I just, it, wow, it was like, really? Yeah, it was just like half ass. Not the daily diamonds themselves, but the the designs themselves. Yeah. When I started with the Theta Diamond account, it was more for like a a fan account to interact with the rest of like the Theta community, and never did I imagine that it would transform into what it did. And my life kind of transformed as well. I I left my my career of thirteen years in the in the army to uh, be able to do this full time. That's that's what I saw down the road for the possibilities of 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 doing this and being as deep as possible in, in web three and you know, not just NFTs per se, but actual, like all the tech behind it and all that. Yeah. It just, it, I couldn't bypass it. <laughs> I could, I, sorry, I couldn't like, um, pass up the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just kind of started doing like little designs here and there and just talking about theta network and stuff. And the interaction was great. And it was at the height of the, of almost at the height of the last bull run. Right. So, uh, everything, everyone was so active on Twitter and, and, you know, eventually they were just like, you know what, like, why don't you start doing NFTs? And I was like, I didn't even at that point, I have, I had never even bought my own at, uh, yet. Right. 
So I, I did my deep dive. And when I, when I really looked into it, I was like, okay, this makes sense. I understand like the, the, the art piece of it is what interests me to begin with. But I understand and that just, that's just the preface. That's just like the, the book cover, right? That's just, that, right. that's what's presented to the public to, to unlock whatever the creator wants to have unlocked. It's, it's a digital access pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, the first um, layer of it. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that, so that evolved into eventually me being like, all right, screw it. It's time to go into this full blast. Uh, MS Paint ain't going to cut it no more. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I just started just hours and hours and hours of tutorials and stuff to be like, okay, well, you know what? I, I would like to start to learn how, how do I do like a, a 3D cube or something like that. Okay. So started doing tutorials on that, started learning how to do that. And then eventually it just came to a point where I felt com comfortable enough putting it out as completed designs and it just kind of caught on from there. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, <laughs> was the, uh, were the daily diamonds, were those your first NFTs or did you have yeah. something before that? So prior to that, I did do something called, um, my first drop was called uh, psychedelic Genesis. And that oh. was a drop that I did. It comp uh, comprised of, man, it's been about a year now. <laughs> um, but there was, uh, it came out, it was like five or six unique designs and there were several editions of them. Okay. And then after that, I did a few more limited runs because the, the drop went really well and we sold out pretty quick. So I kind of put, that's when I kind of understood that large edition numbers is not, even though it might work with a lot of projects, that's not, we're not at that yet, right? We're on the Theta network, we're on the Theta blockchain uh, the wall, the active wallets aren't yeah. as big as, let's say, for Ethereum, for example, right? Small so, pond, uh, yeah. Exactly, sure. exactly. So I started catching on that like, people like limited editions, right? Now I'm all about the one of ones, but still like uh, 10 editions and 15 editions, people love that stuff. So that's when I started realizing, okay, I'll start like kind of limiting a little bit what the editions are. And then it was actually Doc Theta one day, prop, shout out to him. Uh, he was like, man, wh why don't you start like doing like, you start, you're doing already, you're putting out one design a day without calling it anything. Why don't you do it as like an NFT project? And that's when the idea actually came around. If it wasn't for Doc Theta, maybe Daily Diamond wouldn't even be here. <laughs> he would have morphed into something else. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so you, this started with a Twitter account that you had called Theta Diamond. Is that exactly, exactly? It was right around the time where uh, NASA. Uh, they were live streaming their Mars rover landing. Um, oh, Theta TV? Were, exactly. So it, okay. would, it would have been about a week before that, a week or two before that, that I created the account. Okay, cool. And then, so then you were doing daily art for the Twitter handle? Uh, exactly. So at first it was just, I'd go on websites where, uh, um, there's some websites where they just like compile stuff together. So you're like, okay, here's the source image, uh, put it on the default image of a truck. And then you got like T fuel on the truck, whatever. Right. So I was just putting it out like that kind of like just embracing, uh, the community and putting little taglines and stuff in it that had to do with the tech and stuff like that. And then when that started catching on, I was like, okay, well <laughs> I kind of, I've always had this passion that I wanted to do designs, but I've never had the guts to actually like kind of push myself into it and start doing it, uh, seriously it, it's just it's it's to me it was quite it, it seemed daunting like it was i don't have naturally on paper i don't have like the best drawing skills so to me to translate that digitally it was like it, it opens up so many doors because you don't you're not limited by just your skills that you have as an as an artist on on paper you know what i mean uh 
like take Beeple for example, you know, his, his stuff yeah. that he pumps yeah. out daily. That that's just amazing, and and that's you know that can't be just like he's he, he's also a source of inspiration for when it comes to the daily diamonds. One gotcha. design a day, okay, yep. before it actually became. So it was kind of like I saw what he was doing, and I really enjoyed it, and I love his work. Right, everything's so original. Um, and he pushes the boundaries and on everything, and he he kind of put NFTs on the map for like the for the general public. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that uh, that Solib sale. Uh, what was it? Sixty two or sixty nine million? Yeah, something um, ridiculous. Yeah, right. So then all the Google searches were like NFTs, sixty nine million. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And that's when people started you know giving a shit. <laughs> so where do you where do you find your inspiration to do a different one each day? I mean that that's got to be difficult. So sometimes it goes a little bit it's a little bit easier than others because sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I've had this idea for a few days now. It's been festering. I want to do something related to this. But most of the time what it is, is whatever I am feeling at that point in time. Um, sometimes I'll have like an inspiration the night before. Maybe I, I caught the tail end of like Indiana Jones or something. You know what I mean? So oh, it just, nice, like, yeah. and I'll, I'll see a scene setting that I really enjoyed. I'm like, you know what? I want to recreate that. And then sometimes I'll, I'll involve a little bit. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do like a shout out to Theta Network with, you know, one of the symbols kind of modified oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But at the end, it's just, it, it's so, it's it's so freeing and liberating because yes, I have other, other projects that I'm involved with, but Daily Diamond is like, I can express myself the way I want to differently every single day. I'm not bound to like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say I'm really into skulls. We do that for a while. Cool. Yeah. But let's yeah. say the next day I want to do something else. You know what I mean? I'm not just bound to one that that's the worst as an artist is to be shackled to just one type of thing. And, and my whole thing is I'm, I'm discovering my tools even further and I'm implementing new techniques that I'm still learning. You know what I mean? Like I only still, I'll be honest about it. I, I only still probably know like 20, 30% of the total capacity of my tools. I'm still learning wow. how to use my tools. So it's uh, it's kind of a, a work in progress at the same time, but there, there's less and less time for learning when most of the, the time is now dedicated to doing the actual designs and catching mm. up with all the projects and managing the community. And it's, there's only so many hours in a day, you know? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. So for those that, that don't know, how do, how would one go about, these are all, these are auctioned off on a daily basis, correct? Yeah, yeah you're correct. The only one that's not auctioned is um, there's a design on Sunday that I do that it does not get auctioned what happens it'll it'll be part of the daily diamond giveaway that we oh, do cool. every thursday yeah so like today after after today's auction is done in 20 minutes about 10 15 minutes after whoever has like this week it's going to be whoever has five daily diamonds or more in their wallet will be entered into the uh, wheel spin giveaway and then whoever the winner is for that gets that daily diamond oh nice so it's still only one so you got to you got to meet the criteria and get lucky Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. So, is it is this just happening on the Discord? Uh, yeah, correct. So, <clears throat> it used to be on the uh, Open Theta Discord, but uh, I launched my own Discord there uh, a few months ago, uh, close to the holidays. And uh, exactly, right in the auctions channel is where people can can bid um, on the daily auctions. Yeah. So now, are are people seeing what they're bidding on, or is it is it do they not see it until they have, they win it? Uh, no, no, for sure. They, they see it. So oh, okay. th it's a, uh, it's a discord bot and it'll, um, I'll, I'll send it all the, the data that it needs to run the giveaway. And then at the time that I set it to run, it'll launch. And then on the page, on the discord page, uh, channel, sorry, it'll show you what your, like what the, 
the bid is for uh, yeah. what the auction is right the image will load up and then it'll say the description what the minimum amount is to bid which is pretty minimal but people seem to bust it pretty quickly <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which is humbling it's awesome right because at the end of the day i have no like i don't dictate whatsoever uh what it goes for you know right. if, if people all got together and were like you know what fuck let's get one for really cheap but it, it never happened <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like it'll happen some nights that it's a little bit lower than others or a little bit higher than others, but never has there been a time where people just got together and were like, you know what, let's get this one for cheap. <laughs> they just, yeah. the, the bidding fever takes over. And then the last 10, 50, uh, the last 10, five minutes, five, 10 minutes, uh, sometimes it goes, it goes haywire. In there. <laughs> <laughs> is the, is the auction ending at the same time every day? Uh, yeah, for the most part. So I try to run them for eight hours. So they'll start off at, uh, 12 p.m. MST, and then I ended at 8 p.m. MST. So you get these things done every morning? Every single morning, exactly. So it'll take me, on average, it'll be between three to four hours to pump out uh, one design. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. cool. So so people got their watches and their alarms set for, you know, five <laughs> of and head on over there and see where it's at. Pretty much, yeah. And then the bot will give you like a fair, fair notice. Yeah. Um, Actually, now that I'm talking to you about it, it kind of gives me the idea to do a warning that's a little bit more time because right now it just gives you a five-minute warning and then a one-minute warning that the, the auction is almost up. Gotcha. And that's usually when people hop on and yeah, you know yeah, try to yeah. outbid the other ones. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, sometimes I've had like uh, when we all when we first started this, the, the community, I was doing 30-minute auctions. I think I might have started off with 10 or 15 minute and then I bumped it up to 30 minute. Then I bumped it up to an hour and then people from different time zones, especially in Europe, a little bit in Asia as well. They were like, you know what? Like this is not at a time that I can manage. So there is something on the way for that. It won't be on discord. It'll be on a website, but there'll, there'll be a way for, I want to test out once a week to begin with an auction where it runs for like 23, 23 hours so that everybody in every time zone on every continent can bid and they'll be able to put a max amount that they want to bid. And then gotcha. at the end it'll sort out, right. Instead of having to do it live. Right. Oh, because it kind of, are you talking like a blind auction? No, or? it won't be. It'll, okay. it'll be kind of like a, yeah, it'll be kind of similar. It's just, you won't see it as you'll, you'll see that someone just outbid you. It just won't be like, live in your face like it is on discord which is which okay. is what brings the appeal the most to the daily diamonds is the fact that it's done on discord and it's live so it gives that sense of like yeah it's not behind a wall of anything it's kind of like right there in your face you're bidding you you screw up on your command on your bid like you're not going <laughs> to get it right and then it, that that's the thing like there's it, it's fun it's fun a lot of people for them like yes there's t fuel involved and you know nfts involved but a lot of it is fun too <laughs> Sure. Now, is this, have you ever had an issue with someone bidding and then not buying, right? Because this uh, isn't connected to a wallet. It's just a, a bid, a bid, right? On, on Discord. Exactly. Exactly. So I try to vet people as much as I can. Um, gotcha. You can't get them all. So there's a small percentage that do come through, but we haven't experienced that knock on wood, but we haven't experienced that in quite a while. That was more, I'd say in the first few months of me launching this, that, uh, it would happen. Um, and then that's when I started putting in rules into like, if you're a brand new bidder, like I'll, I'll kind of vet you even more a little bit prior, uh, just to get like a feel for you. But if you're, uh, it, it's a small tight knit community and it's a family of, yeah. of daily diamond holders. So it's kind of like, we kind of know what's going on, but yes, yeah, so there has been, 
it, it does happen, but we, I sort it out pretty quickly. And then they understand, the people understand, right? And I'm, I try to be as transparent as I can. So when something happens, I, I try to show it right away so that people know, oh, okay, this is why this decision has been made, or this is why this person just got banned. And we all said, welcome to the person, but <laughs> there was no interaction. <laughs> yeah. And then I get a DM yeah. that's like, oh, hey, I'm an NFT campaign manager for so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nope, I know where this is going. Nope, you're not getting oh, you my- got that one too? <laughs> oh, dude, I get that. I get like six every day, man. <laughs> no joke. And on Twitter, it's even worse. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, new message. <laughs> Sweet. Nope. <laughs> it's all spam. <laughs> Yeah, I just get like the fake, a lot of the fake followers, you know, it's like they follow me yep. and then they just sit in waiting, waiting for someone to like type in MetaMask or something in a response. And then it's oh. just like, bang, 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 bang. They're brutal. Yeah. But you know, since Elon took over, I'll be honest with you. I saw, well, I felt it. I felt it right away. So when he took over, I was at 7,000 something followers. And when he took over and he did those announcements that he was going to get rid of, like he's going to do a few tests and get rid of a bunch of bots that people know they're bots. Holy shit. There was like 800 within, within wow six hours. I had, I had 800 less followers and it's like, why were 800 bots following me? So yeah. it went back down to 6,000 something, but it's like, why, why, why would bots follow me? What are you trying to do? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, now, if I happened, would employ them to spam, I'd understand. But like, why would you follow an account to? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, but those bots, I think I'm I'm sure that they're just like they're there, just waiting for like the right keyword to be on yep. some something, and then they just you know, oh, you need help? Uh, call my call my friend. I, I lost everything too. You know, call Jack. Oh. You know, he'll it's, get everything it's back And I try. Like right now, I still can do that, right? And and I mean, if ever like my social media grows to a point where I can't do it all manually, then I'll, I'll figure it out. But sometimes like if I put out a post and it hits and yet, like you said, I try not to use certain keywords, but if it really hits and then there's a bunch of bots that get on, I go through every single one ban block or yeah, block, block, block. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and sometimes it's brutal. And then you'll, you'll discover the network because they're all like replying and liking their stuff, obviously, but it's like, holy yeah. crap, dude. Like you guys could go after people, you know, that are much bigger than me. Like, what are you, what are you spending time on a small fry like me for? Like, uh, you know, go after the Ethereum guys. Or don't yeah, go after anyone, yeah. anyone at all. But right. Like, exactly. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah. But if, that's the thing. In some, in some, like it, it's everywhere. But in some countries, you know, if you if you successfully scam one person, like you just made like a family wage uh, of a week yeah. too right so yeah. not not to, to take any way uh, anything away from the fact that it's it's completely criminal and it's a shitbag thing to do still like for some people like that's that's your breadwinning right in in a different country too yeah unfortunately yeah yeah unfortunately <laughs> so you have a you have a few other projects still on open data that are still minting are I went through them, Cleanup Crew, T-Fuel Dreams, Plugged In, and Event Proxima. Yeah, that's correct. So I, I kind of caught myself a while ago when I was saying it, and I just didn't backtrack, but the Psychedelic Genesis, there was a few uh, a few that minted out, but there was other ones that, like the ones that you just named that were just higher editions. And oh, they out, okay. Right? So that's part so, of a, the overall, okay. So is, does yeah, that include that like the Thetaverse, uh, Immersion, the Self-Illusion, yep. those ones? Okay. All right. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's where that, that came from. Cause it was like, if I remember correctly, it was like six or eight designs that had, you know, uh, additions attached to them 
And then there was a few of them that it was like, okay, if you collect them all, then you, you'll have a chance to get airdrop this one unique one that only 10 people will get, right? And I think that was like uh, T-Fuel Extraction or Theta Extraction, that one was called? Yep, the, the Extraction. The Extraction, yeah. 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 And sometimes <laughs> with the names, sometimes like the Daily Diamonds, I'll be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I got this nailed down. Okay, perfect. Yeah, saved as a JPEG. Okay, compressed. Good to go. Yeah, it's not too big. It'll load fast. Okay, cool. Final steps. And then I look at it. And I'm like, oh, shit, what do I name it? And I come up um, with an idea. And I'm like, man, I already used this name. <laughs> so I can only imagine when it's like day 900. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, trying to name them each, each day, that's got to be difficult. Oh, that is. Sometimes that'll be like my blank stare at the screen. I'm like, all right, it's done. What the hell do I name it? <laughs> so but, what? Uh, so tell us about that drop. Like what? Was that your, did that come out before the Daily Diamond or, or after yeah, it? That, that was right before. Uh, that was right before it. So, so yeah. what was, what was that one about? That was just like, be free, let your design, whatever you want and, and see where it takes you. And I was kind of like, at that point in my art journey, I was really into like the psychedelic flashy, not really neon, but like kind of. 70s 80s warped bubbly kind of designs right so i was like you know what i'll do a drop that's themed that way and that way i can as i'm doing the drop i'm learning as i'm doing the designs for it i'm learning even more at that point my tools too right and learning a little bit about shading and uh different the color palettes and different brushes and stuff like that and i was at that point i kind of just yeah i remember being just kind of locking myself in the office blasting whatever music i want to blast and just be in the zone and be like okay yeah do this here put that there combine this with that make that into this blah blah blah. and then at the end i'd look at it and i'd be like okay yeah no still not happy i gotta do this that so that's where i kind of got the ethic of kind of putting really a lot of time into each design you know what i mean so kind of forced myself to not just get complacent with the skills that i've acquired up to now and understand and know like i still look at at some people's uh not even nft related but i still look at other people's design sometimes and i'm like oh i wish i could do that you know what i mean so i need to it, it doing a daily design kind of forces me to keep up to date with that and not just be complacent and like gotcha. status quo kind of as humans we really like to be comfortable in status quo right and i'm sure no, i'm no different <laughs> huh. yeah you gotta you gotta stretch yourself to grow though in, in many ways exactly that's a good um, expression i never heard that <laughs> Uh, so now, now you got diamond heads, right? That, oh, that's yeah. your most recent one. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So I this one's kind of, one, uh, this one's kind of a different kind of idea, right? Behind it. Yep. Yeah. So totally. Tell, yeah. Tell us a little more about that one. Cause when you brought up oh. Indiana Jones, like that, like this seems <laughs> like an Indiana Jones kind of thing, to be honest with you. For sure. And there, there's probably one in there that kind of looks like one. <laughs> um, so that one was kind of. For a while, I wanted to do a drop that involved. Uh, how do I how do I say that? I wanted something for a little bit a little bit more for a mature audience, without it being too pushy. Yeah, I wanted something a little less cartoony, bubbly, and a little bit more dark and kind of more appealing to well, personally, what the kind of art that I like than that I enjoy. And yeah. I, I started testing the waters a little bit with the daily diamonds. Sometimes I'd, I'd include just a little bit. I'd include skulls in my my designs and people were were attracted to it more than the other ones. And I was like, okay. So sometimes I, oh, let's put out something that's a little bit more focused around the skulls. And then people loved it even more. And I was like, okay, so this is confirmation that 
I need to, you know, dust off projects that I've have on the shelf, so to speak, that I've thought about that are like 30, 40% built and really like this one, the skulls, I got to do something with this. And then I just, in all the free time that I, that I had after doing uh, daily diamond, I would just hit the ground running and just uh, come up with the concept and the, the design and the utility and, and just everything for diamond heads. Right. And it went through many iterations before I kind of settled on exactly what I wanted to put out, but uh, it seemed to have really hit well with the audience. Yeah. I would say and, so. Oh, dude, I, I was so blown back. And, and I really, at the same time for me, it was like, you know what? Like it wasn't, obviously you got to, you got, you know, you, you got to, you sell them for T fuel, but at, at, at the end of the day, I, I just wanted to get them into everyone's hands. You know what I mean? So I had so many giveaways going on. Uh, I did some minting blitzes. Like uh, once in a while, I was like, hey, the next 50 diamond heads that you guys mint, I'll I'll match it. I'll mint another one and I'll send it to your wallet. You know, stuff like that. So yeah. it, it, it really went well and the community just responded awesomely. And I mean, I, I think that's just a testament to like, you don't have to how do I say that? You, you don't have to hit a home run right off the bat without, you, you can't hit a home run right off the bat without having built that community prior. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people oh, yeah. Yeah. that'll shout community, community. But when you really look at it at the nitty gritty, you're like, man, this motherfucker ain't about community whatsoever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah. And it's true. It's true. It happens regularly. And there's a lot of politics. I mean, you guys probably know, right? More more than others. Um, but at the end of the day, like a lot of people don't know how, the amount. Yes, we're a small community, but the amount of politics that are behind the scenes is is fucking crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking like at, at the marketplace level or like um, the like users, the actual, okay. creators, yeah. the whole yeah. package? There's so yeah. much stuff that goes on behind, and it's not necessarily all all negative either. There's a lot of positive no. stuff, but it's it's there's a lot of politics behind this stuff. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I heard I heard a good strategy was not to dump on other projects. That's one I've heard, and then um, going <laughs> yeah. back to your question before, you said you don't have to hit a home run off the bat. Actually, that's the only way to hit a home run that I know of is, is yeah. off a bat. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. So, I just wanted to clarify for, for everyone Guys, out there who's like, you need to sound effect out. in the back room in the background of a drum going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, yeah. going off in my head all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is. If only we could hear it. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. Because, uh, some there's plenty of different issues, right? It's you know, you got. You got issues for sure on OpenSea. You got tons of issues. A lot of oh, that wow. is like yeah. scamming and like yep. you know you don't know the the founders of the projects and you, you got to be careful. It's you know it's a whole different world out there. With Theta, it's a lot different because a lot yes, pretty much all of the creators are known. Yeah, like, there's no real anonymous creators. That's true. You know, yep. maybe a few, maybe a few, but you know those are few and far between. But some of the problems. That, that I see at times is, you know, you, you, it, it does seem like you get a needy community. Like you, you try to help the community and then the more you help them, the more it's almost like feeding the animals at, at, at times. You know what I mean? Like you give them a yep, little bit no, of food and then all of a sudden now they're just dependent on you. And, and it's like, <laughs> dude, like, you know, there's, there's, if this, if this is a, uh, 
a project that you want to go where you want it to go, you got to stop and you got to let it, let that happen. Right. It's, you know, you exactly. can't be catered to it at, at such a level. No, that, that, and that's the, that's totally right. Like the, the, the other thing is too, and, and you kind of, you kind of mentioned it on open sea, like the, that's the wild, wild west, right? That oh, that's where, sure. yeah. And, and how many of those projects are successful? Like, yeah. If you go to like the top page and all that, like, right. Exactly. It'll show you, but if not, like, and you just look at the traffic that goes on and you're like, okay, um, you know, it's kind of like the ICO craze back in the day. Right. And we all know how that yeah. turned out, but no, it, it's, I kind of strike it down to NFT projects as is right now in their in their shape and form. I would say like probably ninety percent is going it's going going to the ground. You know what I mean? Just kind of like the the dot com era. I mean, there wasn't uh, many survivors after that. You know what I mean? The ones that were bringing it to the table and really had the intention to to, to stay here for the long run. Those are the ones that kind of stayed. But yeah, that was. Uh, I, I think we. we we already saw a little bit of that and that, that doesn't help that it's because of the, you know, the current uh, bear market or the corrective market. Yeah. But yeah. At the end of the day, still, there's a lot like I, I even experienced it a little bit too, right. In my daily diamonds in my project. But I mean, it, it, I experienced it for like maybe two months and then it, it kind of went back to the same amount of T fuel that people normally bid on to win an auction. So it kind of, it kind of reassured me that, okay, I'm on the right track. I'm doing what needs to. And then usually that just kind of lights a fire under, under my ass and, when I see something works, I like to pour diesel on it and make it work even better. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> my wife my wife might not lo- like it the most because <laughs> it means even more time dedicated to this. But everyone, uh, my whole family understands that I'm in it to win it. I didn't leave a career of 13 years to uh, come here and twiddle my thumbs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So you said you left the army after 13 years. Yep. So uh, what, what kind of uh, position were you in there? Um, so I was, uh, army, I joined, uh, just at the tail end of, uh, 08. Um, and I joined as at that time it was a signal operator was the trade name. Um, so basically ra- working, working the radios, working the comm equipment, satellite, uh, FM or sorry, FM, <laughs> HF, VHF, UHF, satellite communication, stuff like that. Right. So communications throughout the, uh, providing communications throughout the, the battlefield, um, and then that kind of progressed after a few years. I kind of went into a sub trade. Um, it was called uh, ASIS ISD. The army really likes to, uh, <laughs> the forces in general really like their acronyms. But uh, what that was, it, it, <clears throat> it's uh, Army Computer Information Systems Specialist Information Systems Technologist. <laughs> Try to say that 10 times fucking without uh, taking a <laughs> But no, long story short, that was. Uh, uh, basically the same type of stuff as a signal operator, but more the use of uh, routers and switches and networking and server side of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've dealt with the signal being Intel. I've dealt with the signal guys for, for warfighter exercise and stuff a lot. So what? It's, a, it's a different, yeah, it's a different, uh, it's a different world. What was there. your last warfighter? Dude, I don't know. I know the, the biggest one, like I ever did that just, i just lost my mind at was I think the beginning of 2018, but they, yeah, my division or my former division, they would just would pick up some kind of spot in a, in a warfighter like okay. every fucking year. <laughs> I, why? Yep. I don't know. Well, I do know is because you got to, but the problem is that like a division level, there's a lot of officers and so like yep. majors and above, and they all want to fucking look good. Every single <laughs> one of them. 
And the way to do that is to, oh, hey, we're doing this and, and we're doing this. So yeah. uh, now I'm a active duty National Guard guy. I see okay. this. I see this a lot on, on our side, which just blows my blows my mind. But um, I mean, if you're like in the thick of a warfighter, it freaking sucks. To, oh, to buddy, do. I've done multiple. <laughs> I can sure relate. We'll, we'll talk offline uh, some other day about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but the nitty gritty. <laughs> we we had guys though. Uh, one of the funniest ones is this lieutenant colonel was, uh, you know, because it's like notional secret, notional top secret in yeah. in a lot of this stuff, and we had to get like. Uh, so I I was I was the ace NCIC in in the two shop. We'd have to get like our MPs that we had send them over and do scans for phones because. Yep. These guys were bringing in phones to, to secure areas, you know, uh, and it was always the officers. You know what I learned about those? Uh, <laughs> I won't go. I, I won't go too much into detail. But yeah. you know what I learned about those those detectors for the phones? What's They're that? not actually detecting a signal or anything like that. They're detecting the ferrous material that's in your phone. That's more likely to be in a phone than any other device. Ah. And that's what sets off the machine. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. uh, I learned that from experience. <laughs> okay, interesting. You heard it here first, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the first time I've heard of ferrous material. The, I've previously heard of ferrous material, but it's just on awful. a wheel. On a wheel? A ferrous wheel? Oh, no. Um, no, this, this guy who tells <laughs> terrible jokes that we know. But, uh, anyways. So, um, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, so let's go back to diamond heads. Cause I know that there's more to that project, right? I, I was talking yep. with chief, uh, I believe who is enamored by the project and how do, what, so do the diamond head old heads old holders receive like a piece of the daily diamond sales or is, is that what's happening? Something, something like that. Right. So very similar to Daily Diamond, what's going to happen is within the next 48 hours, there's going to be an airdrop to all the uh, Diamond Head holders um, that's going to put them into phase two. And then phase two, what that is, is everyone that holds those NFTs, the auctions that we're going to start doing for Diamond Heads inspired auctions, one of one designs, it'll be a few a week to, to begin with. Just like with the Daily Diamond, the holders will receive 18% of the weekly sales um, in T-Fuel will get redistributed amongst the holders. So oh. that, I, that utility okay. really works well for Daily Diamond. So I decided to incorporate that as well on top of the other utilities in this project. Um, people really respond well to that. And it's it's not, uh, and not to take anything away from any projects, but it's not, you're not getting rewarded in a native, in a different kind of token, right? You're getting rewarded right, yeah. in the chain's yeah. native token of T-Fuel. So you don't have to swap or anything like that, right? You, and, and no one has to stake or anything like that. Um, they just, you know, not everyone wants to do that kind of stuff and not everyone like trusts to, to interact completely with like smart contracts and stuff like that, right? So the fact that they can just buy one and hold it and set it and forget it and just accrue T fuel as the time goes by. That's interesting to quite a few people. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I like, I get a lot of ideas to do things and a lot of the time I won't implement them because I'm like, I kind of run it by the community and they kind of tell me in their own way, like, no, this, this is not what we want. This is not going to work or whatever. Right. Sometimes I'll do it anyways, but very rarely it'll only be, I'll, I'll implement something if I know in the long run, it's going to be 
a good idea to to do that decision, right? Because maybe I'm not telling everybody everything at once. I don't want to give away the surprise bag all at once. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So right now, if somebody holds one daily diamond, they get one three hundredth or whatever of a per- of eighteen percent of the week's auction take. Exactly. So lately, wow. like the me- I'd have to check the median, but. Uh, for the last month, that's been between 15 and 18 T fuel per daily diamond for the payouts. For so per day or per uh, week? Per week, per week. Because Sunday, week. Sunday, since I don't do any auctions, Sunday yep. is payout day. So that's oh, when I wow. do the calculations, and then that's when I I run it by the the smart contract. I send it all the T fuel, and then it sends it out to all the wallets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. So now you're now you're implementing something similar with diamond heads. That's exactly. Cool. Exactly. On top of the other stuff, like I, I wanted to on this drop to really include more, um, use the actual like Theta tech. So like uh, some of the stuff is powered by Theta Video API. Shortly, it'll be powered by the Edge, um, the Edge Store. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to more and more incorporate the actual tech of the blockchain within my projects, right? Not just the NFTs themselves, and and call it a day because there is like there is. For me personally, that's one of the utilities for Daily Diamond is the fact that, listen, like it's one original design a day for life. Like until the day I'm, you know, six feet under or, you know, something else, it's uh, I'm going to be here uh, yep. no matter what, rain or shine. I'm doing one design a day, you know, so. So can, the, can you tell us a little more about what how you're going to use the Edge Store? So for the time being, the Edge Store will be used kind of as a replacement for Theta Video API. So... Um, that'll be where we store the video content and then have it token gated so that the members that hold from that smart contract, the members that hold that NFT will be able to access the members content. And for us in daily diamond, the members content will be what we call the heads hunter challenges. And it's basically our flavor of NFT challenges, but without having to necessarily put in more fuel into it to participate a lot of it will be like do you hold it or do you not hold it if you do be the first one to do this and boom you're gonna win that kind of thing because at the end of the day i don't i don't want it to become kind of like in the video game world where you buy the video game and then you have all these dlcs that you have to pay on top extra so for me the dlcs that i add on the the phases and stuff <laughs> they're free right they're 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 airdrop to you to be able to continue on into how I'm shaping the project. And that that that's really for me, that's that's when you when you buy, when you mint something off the bat, you should get all the utility from it right off of that. You shouldn't have to buy into other stuff and this and that and throw more T fuel at it to be able to gain more. No, you already you already did that. That's what that that's the handshake that we did at the beginning when you press the mint button to get one of these. And then it's up to me to deliver that to you without you having to dump more TFU into it. You know what I'm saying? I might be babbling on, but I kind of, it, it makes sense in my head. <laughs> it's all good. No, I was just kind of, I was kind of curious. I haven't had a chance to look into really what the edge store, what the benefits to that are. So I was just kind of okay. curious. Yeah. Do you know anything about Arweave? Have you ever played with Arweave? Well, Arweave is, I mean, isn't that where some of these nfts are basically platform like i think i think thetazilla club uses our weave right to- yes so it's the backbone of it's perma web so it's a permanent web storage um so it's a link that once you upload it to that platform it's a link that'll never die basically right because it's, if it, your it, nft is basically linking to that link like it, the 
Exactly. Right. And yeah. that serves as the permanent storage for it. So Theta Edge Store is the same idea, right? So you can store oh, video. Okay. Store. Exactly. Exactly. So so you're getting a link within that that you're okay. Yep. Got it. Cool. And it's super simple too. I played around with I'm not using it right now just because it's still I'd have to make sure, but when I was testing it, it was still just on the test net. So because of that, I didn't want to commit yet to minting my stuff on a test net when maybe, you never know, maybe once it goes live and it's out, out of the uh, like alpha version, maybe that link will get corrupted or changed or whatever. I didn't want to take the risk of messing oh, okay. with people's yeah. NFTs, right? But as soon as that goes like live and is on the mainnet, I'm switching from Arweave and totally using 100% Theta Edge Store for everything. Oh, nice. It's, uh, and it's super simple. The layout is beautiful. The GUI is super simple. It's... Uh, I'll I'll probably be doing a few posts once it's up and running publicly out of out of alpha. Probably be doing a few posts targeted towards like the general audience of Ethereum and stuff like that. Just being like, hey, yeah, look how know, easy this is. This is kind of exactly right. You don't you don't just have to rely on one system, which is Arweave. Like you can come over here, come over to the dark side. You know. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? So um, you were at ThetaCon, right? Yes, sir. I. Uh, uh, man, you know, me and Mags, when we were there, it was like, most of it's like such a blur. I feel like we were just getting pulled here Agreed. and there and everywhere. Yep. Um, yep. And I know that I was in that, that back room a few times where all the projects were. And I feel like every time I was back there, you were not back there. So oh, I don't no. think we, I don't <laughs> think we really got, got a chance to meet there, but I was curious how you enjoyed your time there or what you thought of ThetaCon. Dude, like, I'll be honest, I don't want to sound cliche or cheesy, but as soon as those fucking doors slid open and I walked in, I was like, yep, this is home. This is where I belong. This is <laughs> this is home for the weekend. Fuck yeah. yeah. Everyone just walking around and, you know, I, I, I only knew a few people by their faces and stuff, but some people, like, it helps out, right, when they had certain shirts on and shit like that. But <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Right? And I was just walking around and it, I just felt so at home, man. Like it was crazy. I was I was quite nervous at first on the cab ride over from the other hotel. I was kind of sweating up a storm and I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. We're all here for the same thing. It's yeah. Gonna be awesome. And as soon as I walked in, like I said, it was and and like you said, it was it's a blur, my friend. Like I remember oh, man, walking yeah. by a few times when you guys were doing your stuff too. And I was like, can I just walk in? Like, are they doing something live? I, I don't know. I don't want to interfere. You know, <laughs> oh, please, <dude. laughs> we, we, it was funny because we joked. We were like, Oh, we should put a sign on the outside of the door to just say like, you know, recording in progress to, and then that way like we won't we wouldn't have been disappointed if no one showed up and the next thing we know there's a bunch of people in the room i was like oh this is great yeah but, but popper looked at me and he said let's just shut the door and hopefully no <laughs> hey sometimes that's the way to go <laughs> but no man it was awesome like seriously i had so much fun there just just being able to talk with people that use the platforms you know what i mean like not 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 even just like yeah. rubbing shoulders with other, you know, creators and stuff like that. It was, it was more for me, it was more just interacting with the community. It, that was so awesome. Like just hearing people's opinions and their thoughts and stuff. And, and sometimes it was, it had nothing to do with web three or NFTs or tech. We just start talking about like fucking just shooting the shit. Right. Just like yeah. life stories and all that. Yeah. And that, to me, that was everything. Yep. Building those relationships with people. I was I would have really missed out if I didn't show up. So thank, thank fuck that my passport came in time. Um, because dude, that was like a month long battle. 
I, I was at the passport office over and over and over again. And finally I, I just, you know, I, I applied for the, uh, I pulled my application and I applied for the, uh, emergency one or whatever. It's not emergency, but like the, the fast track one, like the 48, 72 hour one. And yeah, by, by, by a miracle, I picked up my passport literally 18 hours before going on the flight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's why I never made an announcement. Cause I was like, you know what? I can't you weren't announce sure. the hell out of this and then be a no show. Like what, what's, what, what are people going to think? You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I held to the last minute. And then the day before when I got the passport in the evening there, I did a quick post and you know, people were happy because I was, I was, I would have been sad to miss that, man. That the, the especially the first one, you know, like people remember that stuff. Oh, for like sure. People, you know, you you'll watch YouTube videos and stuff of people uh, talking about like the old school Ethereum days, which isn't that long ago. But like the first ones for Ethereum, and they're like, man, we were like fucking 120 people in this room, and you know, not even you know. And now yeah. look at what it is, right? So yeah, I, I truly believe we're kind of in that zone right now, right? With with Theta Labs. Yeah, no, I agree. I could, I could totally see that being the case as well. And, you know, like you said, it was just, you know, it was, it was a great atmosphere the, the entirety of the weekend, um, oh. except for when we got yelled at when the guy was cleaning the floor. Um, <laughs> oh, no way. What, yeah. did he yell at? what did he yell at you guys for? Oh, dude, he was like, he had like the, uh, that big machine out there. It was like buffing the floor, mm-hmm. but he had like a river of water over by oh, the shit. elevators. Yep. And everything's taped off except for this one area between the couches. And, you know, me and Mags walk by. There's an upside down bucket in between the two couches. <laughs> we just walk by it and the guy just starts screaming at us. Oh, and no. So, yeah. so Mags turns around. He's like, he's like, there's a bucket. It's just a bucket here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, no, I mean, everything was, it was, it was a great time. You know, the people were awesome. It was like, yep. you know, you meet some people and it's like, oh, dude, like, you know, I know you, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, it, it was, it was, it was actually surreal, man, for certain things. Like it just, it went so well too. Like usually you're expecting a few hiccups here and there, you know what I mean? With the programming yeah. or something. Yeah. And it was like, if there was any, we were shielded from that. The team did such a amazing job at running things smoothly that if, if there was any of that in the background, we were never, I was oblivious to it because yeah. they, they fucking nailed that. They nailed it down for, for the first one. Wow. Like kudos to you guys. Like, holy shit. I I'm was, pretty I was, sure the I only impressed. technical issue that was had was had with me and Max. Uh, one <laughs> <of it. laughs> hey, shit happened. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but. And then, and it, there's a lot of it too. I was like, you know what? I didn't stay. The one regret I have from ThetaCon is I didn't hang out much in the evenings. When the events were done, yeah, I would hunker back down in my room and oh. create my daily diamond for the next oh, day. Oh man! Wow. Yeah, I don't staying, have I don't have my grinding. mornings anymore. Exactly. I didn't have a choice, man. I wanted to. I, I did have a choice. You know, I could have said, you know what, I'm taking two, three days off mm. during ThetaCon to do this. But I was like, at that point, I was like, you know what? No, this is all about showing showing them what you're made of and showing them what like this what this means to me i take this seriously doesn't matter where i am doesn't matter what i'm doing doesn't matter if it's exactly for this hey you guys are expecting me to do a design today you're getting a design you know what i mean it's it's part of the deal it's part of the deal okay so that answers it because i feel like the majority of the day was like running around every which way yeah and then at night 
was like the more chill part by the bar, like a bunch of people hanging out. And that's when I got to like really kind of meet uh, some of the other people. So that, that makes sense. Now you were, you were busy grinding, doing your daily diamond. I didn't even think about that. You you kept it going that whole time. Crazy. Well, my wife kind of told me beforehand, she was like, why don't you just do them before? And I'm like, babe, because I know that I did them before and it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, like, wow. oh my God. <laughs> no, but so, it's true. So like, you're doing these on vacation too. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the only time I took a pause up to now out of all these days has been this summer. I took a week off, uh, five or six days and dude, like I'm almost ashamed to admit it, but I was like dying inside. I was so sad to even think of the prospect <laughs> that these people have been counting on me for these many days. They're expecting this to happen. And my wife is like, you don't have to take it this way. Like they'll understand, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, for some reason, I don't know what it was. Maybe the moon was fucking aligned some way. <laughs> but I was like, I was fucking hurting inside, man. And I was like, I can't do this. Like they expect it. And then I, I was thinking about it more and more. And I was like, man, this, this won't be a vacation. Like I, I'm never around for the kids and all that. This is the one time we're taking a break this summer. We're all together as a family. We rented a, an Airbnb near the beach and all that. I, I gotta be able to take a somewhat of a break. Right. So I, I pull it together. I, I write out a, a message on discord and the first responses is, Holy shit, we're surprised you didn't take two. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Go ahead. I was like, oh my God, you guys are awesome. So, the, yeah, kinda, dude. You know what? Sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for understanding. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to get your battery recharged for sure. Exactly. And, and that's I don't what think I it's cheating either if you, you know, would do two, no. two a week for a week and then just have them in, in queue. I don't think that's cheating. Yeah, I agree with your wife on this one. <laughs> Maybe I'll get to that point, to be honest with you, but until I'm. 100% comfortable with my tools and I know the ins and outs of everything. I have to keep doing what I do. But okay, it's, just uh, hear me out real quick. So like yep. my trick is and I'm not a I'm not like a like a real, you know, someone like you, but like if there was What does like, that mean? <laughs> like if there was if, <laughs> So when I was younger, anytime there was like a puzzle being made, I always just took a piece and walked out of the room wait till the puzzle was done until there was one piece left and then walked back in the room and was like, dude, it. that is so you. That is so you. I love that. Wow. I fucking hate puzzles. <laughs> well, so like, well, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what your wife's trying to say. He's like, you okay, can, you can like kind of like have it ready to go. And then you could just put like a, you know, like a Theta logo on. Sign it. On that, yeah. that completes, that completes the, yeah. whole, the whole thing. So, but I'm all about technicalities. I'll, I'll, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm part French, right? So I, I, I'm a, what do you call that in English? I'm a, I'm hard headed. I'm a fucking bonehead. So uh, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> okay. I'm interested but, to see how this plays out over time. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. considered because I know that like eventually I, I, pff. all right, you know what? I'll, I'll be the first one to say it here on this Pinecast to the tens um, and tens. <laughs> eventually, it might take a few years to get there, but eventually, I might switch it up to weekly diamond. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Now that depends on how things go, and I, I would always the the daily diamond community is my baby. That's that's my baby. That's my you know that's what I have the most attachment to. I will always reward that community that's been with me since day one somehow or the other. So 
whatever I continue on creating with, within that realm of the Daily Diamond would include the original people that are part of it. So if, if it evolves into like a weekly diamond, then so be it. You know what I mean? But that's that's not something I see for tomorrow whatsoever. But it is something that I can envision in the future to kind of morph towards to. Seems very reasonable to me. Yeah. And then it just means the at that point, the, the quality will be even better because now I'll have quite a few days to put into one design. You know right. what I mean? So the details would be even further in that. And that at that point, I would hope that I, I know my tools at a hundred percent or maybe you can never get to a hundred percent, but you know, more than what I do at this point in time, I'm still learning. I'm still what I would, I'm still, I consider myself an amateur still in this field. I'm, I'm, I'm grinding every day to get there, but you know, there's uh there's some stuff that I would like to continue working on and getting better at. And to me, it's glaring in certain of my designs when I do them. So I'm kind of, you're always your own worst critic, right? So sometimes it's hard to, uh, without without diminishing anything, sometimes it's hard to look back on some of the original designs, and then you're like, "Oh shit, I would have done this differently. This is obvious that I should have done it this way. This shadow doesn't align with that. I wish I could apply what I know now to those." But I think that's also the beauty of this project for the Daily Diamond is the fact that it's ever evolving, and you can see my evolution as an artist with every day, starting from day zero to day three twenty nine. You know. Magnum is way too humble to be his own critic. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna say to that to that point is yep. uh, even though this is a little different, this Pinecast is is a different uh, beast or whatever. Looking back at some of her older stuff, I kind of cringe. Like when Popper used to record out of a dumpster, I was like, that just was not a good idea, Popper. Yeah, no, I, I was got on you. Sesame Street hanging with Oscar. What can I say? <laughs> hey, we we start somewhere, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shit. When I first started this, I had a, a webcam on top of uh, a wobbly ass monitor, so I didn't notice until I put my first video out there. I think it was with Wes, Wes Sherwin. Oh, Wes too. Yeah, back when yep. it was uh, ultralight. <laughs> um, and then when he put the video up, I was like, "Holy shit!" The whole time, it's like fucking tremors in the background. You know what I mean? And it's just me, like just you know, just shaking my foot or something. But so you you adapt with with the time, right? So I got a better microphone and this and that and blah blah. blah. But you kind of it it. it, it I think it's a reminder of how far you've come, right? When you were able to look at that stuff and be like, if you were, if you're still okay with that stuff, then maybe you haven't really progressed. So I think it's good when you look back and you're like, oh shit, I would have done this differently. That, 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 that look what we fixed with this, that, that. And it's kind of like a, a thumbs up to yourself. Confidence wise. It's like, fuck, we're getting better at this. You know, <laughs> you do. You, you have to eventually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, tell you wouldn't know it, you wouldn't know it looking at the ratings, but I agree with you. <laughs> but dude, right now ratings are fucking horrible. So, for example, like just social media interaction, go to the big, big, big players in 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 any space, but even especially this space, they're getting like one eighth of the interactions that they used to. You know what I mean? So it's not just it's not just uh, locked into one thing. So don't be too down on yourself if the if the numbers well, aren't that high because people people and especially right after the holidays too in any area usually like viewership and stuff like that kind of goes down right but yeah it'll, it'll come back up it'll come back up well and you've been in the crypto space for a little bit uh i have yeah so for for quite a few years i i observed from a distance because i didn't really have the time or the money to get into it more than just knowing about it but i've always kept a finger on the pulse like 
uh, I remember a few months after the Bitcoin white paper came out, um, I had just started my career course in the military. So I had a little bit more time and um, I had ran, fuck, I don't, I don't remember how long it was for. I, I, I want to say it was like a full weekend. So like Friday evening to like Sunday afternoon or something. And I ran, I mined, I don't know how many I, I mined or if it even mined successfully, but I remember running running um what was needed to to mine and yeah i did it with my gaming oh, no laptop shit. back in the day so it's and then at that time it like there was no value towards it right yep. there was nothing and there was no so it was just like the attitude towards it like the 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 cypher cyberpunk cypherpunk type stuff like the freaker community the old school stuff and it was like kind of the the, the cool thing of that time you know what i mean like it, it, it kind of made sense but i didn't really look at it any further than that so i went back to uh, the barracks and you know did my eight eight ten month course and blah blah and then years go by and then eventually it's like 2011 2012 and I'm like holy shit okay there's like actual monetary value to this okay cool and then a few more years go by a few more years go by and then 2016 2017 is when i'm starting to kind of okay let's get on the exchanges let's let's start really looking at more projects than just bitcoin and litecoin and ethereum and and then eventually it just kind of yeah, it kind of spiraled into uh, right before COVID happened. Can't remember. I think it was one of the forums that I that I've been on for like twenty years. One of the people on there was mentioning a Theta Network, and I was like, "Whoa, what's this?" So I kind of looked into it, and I was it kind of clicked right off the bat uh, when I read the white paper. I can't remember for which mainnet it was, but I, I read the white paper, and I was like, "Holy shit, this makes sense!" And I got. I had been looking for an excuse to power on my old laptops and some of my servers to dedicate them to something. And I didn't know what. And at that time I was like, shit, I'm just going to run a bunch of edge nodes. So I, at one point locally in the household, I had 18 edge nodes running. And then wow. I started, I'm, I'm a networking guy. I love seeing the stats of the network, um, the in and outs of the traffic and, you know, all that fun stuff. So to me, I was kind of nerding out because I got to monitor that. But what was even more fun was renting out, you know, servers and VPSs and all that all across the world and putting edge nodes on those and seeing what kind of traffic and stuff they were pulling, right? So it kind of gave me an idea, a pulse on nodes everywhere, a little bit sprinkled all around the world to see what kind of, you know, what worked, what didn't work, which ones would get errors, which ones didn't, you know, which ones. Because at that time you could do the, uh, on the edge, uh, what was it called? Not the storage. Uh edge compute uh yeah. it was hooked up to the folding right folding at home and man if you gave your your if you dedicated your gpu to that and you put it at high like shit it was just as bad as like mining ethereum for for the heat and shit that it produced so i was like all in i was like you know what i got an ethereum rig right here and then i have like 16 boxes dedicated to uh, separate boxes dedicated to edge nodes and i was just i loved it my, my wife hated it because you go down in the basement and it sounded like a fucking boeing is taking off right but <laughs> oh man it was fun i was in like that's my happy place walking into a server room and just having all those fans on like to me that's zen that i can relax in there you know what i mean and to other people it's like holy shit what's going on <laughs> that's cool you might i, I just uh, actually saw the levita ai white paper today and you might want to run those uh, edge nodes back up again because they're they're planning on paying out a, a large chunk of their tokens for for edge node computing i will be completely honest with you not blowing smoke i just deployed an edge node yesterday i, I fired up uh, an old rig that i had i replaced the video card in it 
place the the heat sink and all that. And uh, when I saw that today, I didn't read the white paper yet. But when I saw the announcements and a little bit the highlights of stuff, I was like, oh, okay, yep, yeah, let's uh, let's start powering these babies back up. <laughs> yeah, twenty percent, I think it was of their tokens is dedicated to to edge nodes. It's crazy. That's a good call. It's about time someone does something like that. Like if I had. If I had the developer for it, like I'd, I'd start getting into that kind of stuff, right? But because like that's what it's all about. Like Theta Network is so beyond. We're all caught up in the NFTs and all that, right? And that's a big part of my life too, obviously. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's not necessarily the bread and butter of Theta. Oh, Network. absolutely not. Completely. Oh agree. man, you know they're and the yeah. sleeping giants, my friend. Like yeah, I mean I building I building a highway it. that that no one's driving on yet. Exactly, exactly. And that's the thing. Once those cars start fucking driving True. on, it's yeah. game over. You know, you, it's, it's, it's game already over. built. And yep. you know, it's not you're not gonna run into to traffic issues. It's it's ready to go. It's there, exactly. And the the it's not even Theta T V is like the proof of concept, you know what I mean? So it's it's not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right so and it's more than just the bandwidth a lot of people are caught up on oh it's the content distribution network uh decentralized kind of yes it is but at the end of the day i i'm 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 my gut feeling and and for this i don't want i don't want to seem like a how do i say that for for my gut feeling for this is the money shot with this technology is the edge compute and the edge storage. That's the big one right there. Incorporating that into people's tech, aka what Levita is doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's the initial step forward in the right direction to display the tech that's being used and deployed by Theta Labs. Like that's game changing stuff. Everyone, you know, it's a buzzword, but the cloud, right? The cloud's always been there. It's just sure. more simplified and easier to access. But off, uh, uh, offshore storage or, or off-site storage has always been a thing, right? It's just now there's a fancy label on it and it's cloud storage and this and that, blah, blah, blah. But the same thing will be for NFTs and, 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 and all content distribution, right? And it's not just that. It's also the DRM aspect of being able to lock content. That is not to be overlooked whatsoever, especially that now they're able to... Um, the studio level DRM, exactly. that is yep. massive. Oh, that's it huge. Is, yeah. Oh, it's so. Yeah. There's. I don't care about pricing or any of that because I know, just like a lot of other crypto, but especially Theta Network, we are severely, severely undervalued for what this brings to the table. Yeah, I agree with you for sure, and you know, I'm. I'm never one like honestly. People will be like, "Oh, it's pumping, it's pumping." I'll be like, "You know, honestly, I didn't even, you know, I didn't even look. I don't look. No. Um, I'm, exactly. I'm not a trader. I just, I, I, I find projects that I like, and I just kind of, you know, I'm like a squirrel, <laughs> just grab yeah, them, no, exactly. you know, put them in the hole, and like, you know, I'm waiting yep. for for another time to to eat that nut. But it's exactly. I'm not. What were we just talking about with Theta though? I had a. Can't remember. Uh, I had something I've completely forgot. <laughs> that happens to me on the daily, on the fucking <laughs> hourly, on the hourly actually. <laughs> um, wow, Mags, anything? I know you're gonna keep this in too, because that, that's what you do. <laughs> Only if it makes you look bad. Absolutely. Well, obviously. There you go. <laughs> no, I I can't I can't help you. I mean, you took over the whole interview, so. I don't know. I don't know what I left so much empty. I left so much empty space for you to jump in 
And even when I got him talking about the army, it was still like I had to wait here for 30 seconds before he even said anything. I, th- I think we have a lot to discuss, <laughs> but it'll be more like shooting the shit offline and just like dropping a few uh, <laughs> a few tidbits here and there. Yeah, yeah. I that. Yeah. Well, but we'll, I mean, uh, I lob, I, you know, I got to lob this guy up softballs every once in a while, and then he just doesn't even swing at him. Like, no, no, I, I've had I had so many good entry points that you blocked. Uh, oh, and so shit. he's giving me like, dude, he's giving me like the uh, the crappy part of the of the of the wings. It's like I don't want that. Uh, I wanted that. I wanted that part. You know, <laughs> I don't want your I don't want hey, your ranch in, inflation, my friend. Inflation. <laughs> dude, I watch, man. When you whenever you're on mute, you're on mute, and no, then I, pay so attention. I, I do going. stuff. I do stuff that has nothing to do with. Don't don't even pay attention to my stuff, okay? <laughs> Just worry about you remembering what the hell you were talking about. I have no idea what we were talking. <laughs> All about. right, well, moving on then. Fuck, I'm no better because I I, I kind of forgot that train of thought too. <laughs> we I, we were about we were talking about Levita and the the use of yeah oh all right yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah, ta- yeah edge yeah. node so you know I had been on the bandwagon of running an edge node basically made yep. little to no sense yeah you know, staking to an edge node you get a bunch of rewards for but actually yep. running the edge node you get hardly anything for so now That's with true. with Levita coming along and and actually rewarding the edge node runner you know if you can get a few more tokens on meta chains that are going to be doing something similar then you're going to strengthen your your network as well because now more people are going to be like oh you know i might as well i might as well spin up an edge node it's not that difficult it's you know agreed all you need is a laptop and just flip it on i mean it's simple yep and I mean, they could even deploy this down to the mobile and tablet edition. They would just have to strip out the compute part. But if you leave, like everything has a fucking Wi-Fi built into it now. And then, yes, Wi-Fi does introduce latency. But at the end of the day, it's so minimal nowadays. And I mean, the 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 potential of the text far surpasses the the few latency that you can get from from not being directly connected they could push these out to mobile devices you know what i mean like any device that has a wi-fi chip in it and a little bit of a processor a little bit of ram you're good to go so they could handle the video jobs right but levita is specifically a a compute job yes in that case in levita's case yes that will um i'm not sure if it'll use gpu or cpu i haven't i haven't read the uh, the white paper yet but I'm I'm very curious to see what what they leverage from the nodes themselves, like what uh, the computing itself, if it's at the CPU or GPU level. I'm kind of kind of curious because I wonder if one, if you can kind of figure out which one is better, then you know you just get a bunch of boxes that have high powered CPUs on them and start running those. If it makes a difference, or just you know I'll switch out all the the rigs that I had for Ethereum that's, you know, can't even mine with that anymore. Maybe I'll switch those and put GPUs on the network and earn some, earn some tokens. I'll have to, I'll have to check out the white paper. Yeah, definitely. Now go ahead, Max, please. I see you flashing in and out. Killing <laughs> I was just trolling you, bro. You pay, oh. So he's paying attention to these, these, you don't pay, just <laughs> worry a little less about me. Worry a little more about yourself. So when I worry <laughs> about myself, then you get all upset that I'm worrying only about me. That's fine. That's no fine. But see, that's a good friend, though. That's a good friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with friends like that. <laughs> don't get sides to go every time. Uh, uh, all right. Well, did you have anything else, Mags? Did you have anything at all that you wanted to contribute here? 
You took everything I had. What are you talking about? <laughs> you did give me all the notes earlier, didn't you? Oh, wait. You got no. them. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to take them all. <laughs> you, know, you know what's awesome, though? Like, <laughs> So, Popper, I've, I've heard more of you, obviously, during during this. But Magnum, you're you're in the backgrounds. You're in the you're in the in the trenches, right? Fucking transferring dirt from one to the other and 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 holding the fort down, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I've been trying yeah. to say. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I so for example, for example, you talked about Doc Theta, great guy. We recently ran an ad for Doc Theta, yep. and uh, he was like, "Oh man, that came out so well. Popper did such a good job." Popper didn't fucking edit that thing. <laughs> but I said, that's fine. That's fine. I said, I don't, I don't need any credit. Just give it all the Popper. That's fine. It's not like, you know, what do I need it for? <laughs> you, you guys don't are don't edit the commercials. Yeah, I do. There's a bunch of stuff. He So what he doesn't know is stuff has to get cleaned up a bit. And there's all these different scratch marks. There's these just, just uh, these like he does, I got to take them out. The um, uh, I'm taking them out. I'm making them sound oh, fuck. like a there'll, fucking There'll be a bit genius. of that on my part. And I get nothing. I get I get nothing but oh, thanks for contributing. So <laughs> hey, I got the originals. What? I can compare them. Relax but, uh, over there. Okay. All right. Meg, I'll tell you what. At, at ThetaCon 23, I'll give you a pat on the shoulder. And I'll take it. Thank you. I'll give you a pat on the shoulder. And, and, and Bones and I still get you some sides. And we'll go. have a beer. Bullshit. Yeah, there you go. Bullshit he will. But no, and then I'll also give you, I'll give you now, I'll give you a thank you for your service. Well, you're there you go. Catchy. There you go. See? <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm I'm so looking forward to 23. Like, I remember walking out of there, jumping in the cab, and then heading to the airport and being like, holy shit. Can, can, can we fast forward 364 days? And go directly to the next Datacon because <laughs> I, uh, yeah. There, yeah, there's, there's two types of, there, exactly. There's two types of people. There's the people that went to Datacon, and then there's the people that didn't go to Datacon. And I'd rather <laughs> yeah. be in this group right now. And, I, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. And, dude, to be honest, like, I had questions just like anybody else, right? A lot of it was answered by just seeing and hearing what Andrea had to say. What Wes had to say, what Wes everyone won, obviously, it, it, right? It, especially when it came to, I can't remember if it was on Saturday or Sunday. I think it was a Saturday, but anyways, um, when Mitch and Jay came on, yeah, and they Saturday were doing evening, those, yeah. yes, and I, I think that didn't get as much attention as it should for uh, um, for the general community because you had to kind of be there. Like, I know they weren't in person, but you had to be there to get that direct sense of what they were talking about. And just their body language, the the, the movement, just what they were saying. You could tell that they weren't, they weren't hiding anything. They weren't keeping anything back that was negative to the company. You know what I'm saying? It, the only stuff they would hold back is just like, hey, well, there's NDAs to respect here. There's a lot of people don't understand what it is to run a business, and especially of that magnitude where they're trying to trying to really be on their best behavior when it comes to sec and stuff like that. Right. So I understand a lot of it. I understand. And the answers that they gave, some of them seemed like there was no, to the casual listener, some of it seemed like there wasn't that much meat to, on the bone, but at the end of the day, it's like, no, if you really listen to what he said, it spoke volumes, you know what I mean? And then 
there was, you know, there was a little bit of teaser announcements about an AI company or health, health type uh, stuff. But, you know, yep. like some people had like Katy Perry questions and all that. And I get it. Like, fuck, I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I was one of those people that, you know, bought in and, and all that. But even then, even then, like, I don't know if it's like if it's because I like to play devil's advocate or what. But I, I, I understand that as well. I understand that side of the metal. Like a company like sh- she has probably zero say in not not zero say. You can say yes or no. But you know what I mean? Like everyone else takes care of that for you. You just sign the piece of paper said, yeah, choice right. A, choice B, choice C. OK, let's go with choice B. Boom, done. And she probably never thought anything about it after. She's got like a thousand other things on the go. You know what I mean? So yeah. I get the emotion and whether it be negative or positive, most of it was negative when it's been a while now. And like, I, I can relate with that and I can understand it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, there's a lot more going under the hood than people understand and know, right? It's not just NFTs and NFT project. And like these, a lot of these people are running actual businesses, right? And they have to answer to others and blah, 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can't please everybody. And no, exactly. Yeah. And then you got shills and not shills, but you got those people that are like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, the trolls. Just, yeah. Uh, trolls. Exactly. They're, they're upset with the world. And even then I still try to, some of them, I just won't interact with whatsoever. But a lot of the other time, it'll just be like, you know what? You just said something pretty shitty. You just like attack the <laughs> main people of the platform. So basically like in my mind, like you're written off now, but you know what? You've said other things in the past that are okay. That makes sense. Um, I, maybe you're having a shit day, whatever the case may be. I try to diffuse it with my words in a certain way, right? You give a little bit of validity to what they're saying. So it's not just completely black and white. And then you kind of be like, but Hey, listen, maybe you shouldn't go about it this way. Like fucking like, where's your brain at? Like use your head a little bit. Like in the real world, you're going to bust into a fucking, you know, you're going to go bust into some, some company's office and just start spewing your shit everywhere and calling everyone out and swearing at everybody like you're right. gonna get kicked out. you're gonna kick kicked out yeah. man and you, it will be told not to come back so you know i think people have gotten i can't remember where this quote's from but people have gotten way too comfortable with talking shit online and not getting punched in the face for it you know what i mean like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like so you know not not the to, to bring violence to the table but it's it's uh yeah Thankfully, we don't have too much too much of those, right? On our on our network. Yeah, you gotta mute a few, and then you know cleans yeah. it up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then ignore the rest of it, basically. But yep. hey, man, I I really appreciate you joining us. It was uh, great to kind of dig into some of your your projects that you got going on, and uh, I appreciate what you're doing in the community. Thank you. No, I really appreciate it, and and uh, time flew. But yeah, it's. Uh, it was my pleasure. I'm really happy you guys uh, kind of reached out because I'll be honest with you, I was I was about to. Um, I've been listening to the last few uh, podcasts there, and I was I was nice. like, you know what? I, I kind of want to talk to these guys. <laughs> nice. So the fact that you guys reached out uh, meant a lot to me, and it uh, would definitely uh, would definitely need to stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. And you know, if you got something new coming up or whatever, you want to uh, get on here again, then you know open invite for sure i appreciate it guys thank you i really appreciate it and uh mags i know i know what you do in the background so uh <laughs> thank you <laughs> good to go good to go and we'll uh we'll talk a little offline there uh yeah other- it, it was great hearing from you I, even though i didn't get to talk a thank lot you. <laughs> and don't take that any don't take that any which way you've been on our our list for a while anyway so 
Okay. It's just, okay. It's, Thank you. You know, difficult with different personalities like Popper being a diva. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Always blaming the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, keep keep doing what you're doing, guys. It's it's awesome. And uh, on my end, I'll 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 uh, try to promote you guys a little bit more too on 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 the platforms that I have because what you guys are doing is pretty pretty good. I'm I'm impressed with the. Uh, I haven't listened to everything, so I'm kind of trying to catch up a little bit on. Sometimes there's little inside <laughs> jokes and shit that I don't understand, but <laughs> I'm uh, no, I I love you guys, and uh, I'll definitely uh, you guys are uh, you guys are on the radar for sure. I awesome, appreciate uh, Thanks, I appreciate man. what you yeah. do for the community. Same here. You're a, you're a good yeah, guy, guy, and you know, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So appreciate it. If we if we can help out at all too, then you know, here we are. Okay. No, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Great. All right. Have a great night, man. Thank you. You as well. Take Enjoy care. the rest of your evening. All right. You too. Bye. Later. You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a treat at feedthecat.theta. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tubs.